Welcome to Goats and Dragons, a Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Please be warned, this podcast contains adult situations and language that may not be suitable for children. In fact, we try our best to be unsuitable for people of all ages. You're welcome. Alright, so, um, let's do a quick, quick recap so far. <laughs> Hakari is gone. Uh... Everyone seems to be trying to blame her then for the disappearances, though, of course, this main group of adventurers does not quite buy it. Um, Vimeris sneakily went over to uh, where Roburn uh, is staying and put a, an alarm spell around Roburn and the caravan there, back there so that uh, if anyone comes or goes back there, he should be alerted about that. Uh, and the reason they're starting to suspect Roburn, perhaps, is because uh, Charity was given some insight about the Oni, how it transforms. And he used this insight in, in order to tap into uh, maybe a memory or a, some sort of vision, maybe, uh, that Behalit was helping guide his mind toward. Um, and, and because of that, he was able to come up with something, though it, it basically laid him out the entire day. Uh, at the end of the day, Stormbringer was making a pit that was obviously uh, a pit to trap the Oni in. No and one thought differently. It. No one had any other clue. He what missed that. it, chat. He <laughs> missed it so bad. I don't know. I think I knew exactly what it was. And uh, Shenley, the wife um, in the in the Halfling family, came to Stormbringer and asked if there was uh, if Akari had left any like makeup behind specifically um and, and when they said no she she very quickly just went back to to the caravan um Vimeris returned from his scouting expedition and the winds have really picked up uh it's getting quite loud the everyone is taking precautions to try to keep as much sand off of the animals and and everything as possible um but it seemingly wouldn't do much good to do a, a uh, like I said, a, a watch tonight. You're not really going to see or hear anything. Um, and Vimeris did feel like he might have heard some voices on the wind um, just kind of north of the caravan. Whoa. Uh, on sort of the left side of it. And that unnerved him just a bit. But anyway, uh, returning back, what would you all like to do? Hey, Andy, you left out of your recap Burbage's awesome plan. Oh, Burbage has an amazing plan. He's going to go ask the the uh, halflings if they have any, like, child clothes, and then he's going to wander around hoping that the Oni will think he's a child halfling and then try to eat him. Unfortunately, without a pet, because the pet is getting filled in by sand. Indeed. I feel that Charity lacks the energy right now to actually refute any of these ideas. It's like, I think I I should probably just sleep. I, I would like to prepare a new spell, so I need time. Burbage, do you want to go over to the halfling cart, or do you want to sleep with them? Um, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll come with you. Yeah, sure. I'm just going to help Shinley with her makeup and maybe ask her why she wanted makeup. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah. 
Let's keep in do contact. It. So we're going outside in the storm, heading over to the half. Yeah. So it's it's very difficult to sort of even see uh, where the cart is. Uh, off to your left, you do see sort of a kind of a hulking figure, uh, just almost outlined in the darkness, uh, and it seems like Azas, the shield guardian, is just simply standing in the middle of of all of this, uh, weathering it himself. Um. And you are pretty close to the to the cart. Uh, again, you notice uh, you actually, even in all of this wind, you still get some smells of incense that has been burned, of, of fine fragrances. Uh, it is a very sort of posh uh, lifestyle that these halflings are trying to bring with them on this very dusty caravan. Um, but all the lights are out. It seems like everyone has gone to bed. What would you like to do? I'm going to whisper loudly outside the car- the cart and go, Shen Li! Uh, you don't hear in a voice, but you actually do start to hear someone moving on the inside just a bit. Uh, feet kind of plodding along toward the back end of the caravan, of the wagon. So I'll head back there. So the the flap sort of springs open a moment uh, and Ferald, the male um, sort of sticks his head out what, what's going on? what is it? What, what? have you come to eat my other child? no Ferald we just, we just wanted to give you a quick update that, uh, you know we're hey, still you me out of the sleep it was terrifying well, we're very sorry, but you know we, we just wanted to let you know that we're we're still looking for <clears throat> your daughter, whose name I'm forgetting. Hildo, you're still Hilda? looking for Hildo. I mean, yes. I mean, that's thank you. That's good. But we've traveled many many miles since. I, I I'm afraid you're looking in vain. Uh, yeah, maybe, but maybe not. I just wanted to let you know now, just in and and try to uh, check in on you guys and see how you're doing. And Andy, is there any way that I that either I or Stormbringer, I guess, can like get a look inside the the wagon and see if uh, he's keeping the flap pretty tightly closed, and it's just pure dark in here um, so neither of you necessarily can really see it. We we had an idea to help maybe find find your child. Could we um, ask your wife and see if she has any of the, the kids clothes that we can borrow? Uh, no, Shenley's asleep right now. Uh, maybe tomorrow we will talk about something else but Please just leave me be with my family. Well, this this is actually quite urgent, and I really want to keep your attention here for just a few minutes. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to message Cantrip Stormbringer <laughs> and tell her to, and, and maybe suggest that she, like, go to the front of the wagon and see if she can, t- like, wake Shenley and talk to Shenley while I'm keeping Feral distracted. Okay. 
Yeah, I mean, I'll just... I'll let you two talk. I know that you guys have a special bond, being halflings and everything. I'll just go keep watch and make sure that everything's okay. Yeah, you do that. Yeah, you do that. <laughs> I just said that, Farrell. You don't have to <laughs> say it. Oh, she needed to hear it. She better. Twice. What is it, Burbage? What do you want? Now, listen. <clears throat> Between you and me, yeah. I think the Oni is still among us. And I know you believe that Akari... That's preposterous. Obviously, that devil woman... So, while Farrell is talking, I'm going to whisper Shinley really quietly this time. Uh, there's no answer right now. <sighs> okay. Uh, I'm gonna knock on the wagon. Uh, at this, you you feel a large presence step up right next oh. to you, uh, <laughs> and is now, uh, and is now sort of almost rearing back, like it might sort of smack you if you don't uh, move away from the wagon. Gonna step away from the wagon and say, "Hi, big guy. I'm just I'm just helping keep watching the dust storm." Because I know it's hard to see in the dust storm. It uh, s- steps as much between you and the wagon as it can, and then it sort of resumes its frozen space. Uh, it doesn't look like it's going to hit you at the moment. Well, that's good, at least. Anyway, so Farold, I could really use some of Hilda's clothes... I think it could really help in our search and in our search that's for both her and for no. the Oni. That's preposterous. No, 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 no. Look, it's not preposterous. What do you know? We're security. We're doing our jobs. I asked you for time. You've given it to us, and we're going to do our damnedest to find your daughter. And if you really wanted to find her, you'd give us some of her goddamn pashminas or whatever it is she wears. <sighs> fine, fine, fine. Hold on. Me. He disappears back into the wagon a bit. Um, you hear you're just a little bit of commotion and a couple things being thrown around, and then ow, 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 that hurt. Ow, Jesus. And then uh, he steps back and he kind of throws some clothes at you. Um, like he throws three different kinds of like small tunics at you, and then like one pair of kind of baggy pants. Um, you're not sure that these are all children's clothes, but uh, but he's, tra- he's seemingly trying to get rid of you at this point. There you go. Take it and, and do whatever you want. Just just leave us alone. Leave my family to grieve. All right. Um, I'm going <laughs> to... I'm going to yell as loud as I can into, like, through the flap. All right, thanks, Farold. I'll leave you and Shenley and Modo to grieve. Uh, but, like I said, we're still working on trying to find Hilda. You shouldn't give up hope. You and Shenley. And, uh... Um... Yeah. Hey, do you happen to have any makeup that I could use, Farold? Did Hilda have any makeup? Makeup! You're you're being stupid, Mr. Kemp. And he just shuts the leaf of the of the fabric and ties it and is now firmly back in his wagon. In in his defense, I totally was. <laughs> I'm like being stupid. that he's not wrong. 
Uh, I mean, good play, uh, but he's not wrong. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, st- a Stormbringer. What do you want to do? <laughs> I don't know. I couldn't. I couldn't get to Shenley. Um, oh, did Azos get in the way? Yeah, the big metal dude. You want me to talk to him? He, I try. He didn't respond when I talked to him. Yeah, doesn't seem like much of a talker. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, it seems like maybe we, we were never supposed to get too involved with Shenley and her makeup storyline. Yeah. I mean, unless you want to see her. Off to your right, uh, you do see a small figure now, kind of uh, wading through the sand towards you. Uh, it's again like barely visible. Sized? Almost halfling sized, yeah. I'm gonna point that out to Burbage and head towards it. All right, uh, amidst the wind and the sand just whipping around, uh, you come across um, a halfling hooded and uh, and cloaked. Uh, and did you mean to grab Zeke? Startle. You seem to startle Meepus uh, as he's walking by, and he goes, oh, God damn it, Jesus, you're so giant. What are you doing for, <laughs> dude? Ah, uh, no, Beortzi said if I needed anything to come and get him, and and I just, I, I need, like, I need, like, uh, another blanket for my camel. He's basically just being covered in sand, the whole thing here. Uh, do you guys have anything extra? Uh, uh, Burbage, do we have extra blankets? Um, I mean, I might, but... I mean, can we, can we get out of the wind or something here? Yeah, you can come in our cart. It's uh, cozy. Um, on second thought, maybe I'll just talk to Beortzi. No, Meepus, no. come with us. We'll help you out. And I'm gonna, like, kind of physically force Meepus to come with us. In the All right. Meepus is a dwarf, right? Yeah, 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 I thought he was a dwarf. He uh, he looks kind of halfling size because that's gotcha. Just okay. 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 Look that like, makes sense. Hey guys, look what the cat dragged in. And by cat, I mean me. And by what the cat dragged in, I mean Meepus. Uh hi guys. He like shakes off a bunch of dust and sand, um, kind of getting it everywhere. A little rude. How how are you so, doing, Meepus? He was out in the storm. Yeah, I'm doing terrible. Do you guys have like a blanket or anything? Or Are yeah, you we cold? Can give you. No, 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 no. I just I needed something to cover my camel so he doesn't get buried in sand tonight. Yeah, we could maybe give you a blanket if you tell us what you were doing out there <laughs> in the storm. I was going to go see Beortzi <laughs> to get a blanket. Yeah. A likely story. Yeah, I was about to say that. A likely story. What is this? I... Look, I thought... We're just fucking with you, Meepus, that's all. Now, just... Have you... Did you see any... Did you see anything? Is no one gonna make an insight roll? (laughs) (laughs) Everyone loves Meepus. We all trust Meepus. I trust him at this point. Who cares about Meepus? I trust worthless. Meepus... I need you to know that we as security detail would really appreciate your help 
Now, you were okay. walking out what? there in a storm, and you, yeah. as a as a as a an experienced sailor of the of the seas, have very good eyesight, I imagine. Now tell me, um, did you see anything suspicious out in the dust storm? Um, actually, I I thought I I thought I did. Yeah, I thought I thought I saw. Uh, I thought I saw your mom sleeping with one of the camels. I'm like pretty sure. Whoa, your mom! I mean, I had to here? look. So, so I had to look a second time. Viveris is staring at yeah. Lupus, and he's considering these words. Uh, you're pretty sure he's lying? He did not see Burbage's mother being fucked by a camel. Okay. <laughs> no. I can't believe that lie. What else did you be lying about? You didn't have to do an inside check. He's just being an asshole. I mean, that's true. Mm-hmm. I am. Maybe I was being an asshole by inciting. Anyway, that was pretty good, Meepus. I'll hand you that. I liked it. It was kind of funny. My mother is dead. <gasps> so, oh. can't be having sex with camels, that's... but all the same. I appreciate the effort. You know, now, can you give... jokes a lot to people with dead moms. That sucks. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of... I'm sort of sorry about all that. Um... It's all Never right. Mind, then. I, if you don't want to give me a blanket, I, I get it. I'll just, I'll go see Beortzi. No, we'll give you a blanket. We just need your help to find this Oni. Well, I thought, I thought Akari, that, the redheaded one that was with you guys was the Oni. She just, <laughs> Akari? She like, yeah, she like <laughs> ate a kid and then took off. Yeah, no, you doofus. That's just the story <laughs> that we planted in the caravan to get the real Oni to let their guard down. I mean, maybe. Oh. It might have also been Hikari. Okay. Um, well. Uh, what, do you, what do I do? What do I... Am I just gonna, like, listen to people or something? Or? Yeah, listen to people. Be on the lookout while you're out there looking for blankets. Maybe you could also look for Onis. Right, so I'm like and... an honorary security member here of the caravan. Yeah, I, I think that's kind of a cool development. Yeah. What do you think, yeah. guys? And I get I get paid how uh, how much? For this? You don't get paid. It's honorary. You get maybe a little oh. badge or something. Maybe a little like a sigil, like charity. Did you me- like mess up on any of those sigils? Do you have any like rough drafts of those that I could do to make them? You know what I mean. <laughs> what sigils are you talking about? It doesn't, it doesn't matter, matter, me. Just mind your own business. No, I... Okay, look, this is starting to get uncomfortable. If you guys don't give me a blanket... We're gonna give you a blanket. We said we were. But do you know... Do you know anything... Do you know anything about who the Oni might be? Jesus. is unpacking a blanket and he's gonna... uh, As everything is talking around him, uh, he's gonna hand me just a blanket. Slowly. And not let go of it. Thanks. But first answer my question. What was your question? Do you know anything about who the Oni might be? Has anyone been suspicious around you? No, I thought it was Akari. I'm I'm taking the blanket back. Okay, well, maybe if it's not... 
Look, if it's not Hikari, it's... Look, it's probably one of them orcs. This is honestly probably what it is. Insight roll to see if he really thought it was Hikari. Uh, it seems like he did, yeah. He really did. Okay. He's kind of now just guessing. He doesn't really believe that it's one of the orcs. So he just wants a blanket. Okay. I guess you can give him the blanket, you guys. He's not very helpful sometimes. I let go of it, and I'm assuming he takes it. He does, yeah. And he starts trying to squeeze his way past you, hey, Stormbringer, to Mepis. get out. Mepis, hold on. Eh. One last eh. thing. One last thing. I'm going to block his way. Yeah. Charity told us that you were uh, trying to trying to be sober. How's that going? I mean, so far it's okay. Why? You got just, any? You got any booze on you? No, I'm not gonna. Come on, man! You can't just give up like this. We're here for you. We're gonna help you with this. Yeah, we're gonna support you. But most importantly, have you reached the point where you're making amends to people? Because if so, I'm right here. <laughs> What would I possibly have to make amends with you about you can make amends with me about well, all I'm, kinds of things. I'm not the one trying out sobriety, am I? So, you know, all the times you fucked us over, like get back with the ship and... Over. Yeah. I, don't you remember look, I, Lomina? No, no, I, don't, I don't need this. I don't need this. I am my own dwarf. I am good and kind and my beard is long and I will see you tomorrow. Good day. Good yeah, day. maybe give some thought to what to what you want to make amends with us about. Bye, Meepus. And he pops Bye, up the I don't trust him. What happened to us both? Um, I think Lomina <clears throat> broke up with him. Yeah, how does that work? And kept to the boat. <laughs> <laughs> I see, I see, I see. Okay. We doing anything else? Did Vimeris tell us that he heard voices up to the north? I did not. Okay, then I'm not doing anything else. All the commotion. I forgot about it. All right. Um, the night then passes. Uh, All right. I want to swap my swaps. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of a restless sleep, but everyone gets uh, a full rest. Charity, your exhaustion is now faded. Um, you feel much, much better uh, after a, a day of taking DZ, basically. Um, uh, in the morning, the wind has finally kind of died down a bunch. And Ooh, just like that. A very, oh, a very sharp. A very sharp. Go away. A very sharp. Away cut. wind. <laughs> uh, the wind has died down, and uh, everyone um, is is kind of uncovering a lot of the dust and, and sand from their animals, and making sure everything's okay. And uh, half of the caravan is kind of uh, buried to a little bit in, in these drifts of sand that have crept onto the road. Um, uh, Tellywood again is knocking immediately on your caravan as uh, as the morning sort of commences. Oh, great. 
Are we to understand that the alarm spell did not get triggered? Of Vamaris, he would know that it did not get triggered. He can tell That's you what it is. That's dispelled now, too, because it only lasts eight hours. Indeed. Okay. So there's this knock, 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 knock. Is that you, Tellywood? Uh, yes. What's up? Um, nothing other than, um, sort well, there's of, no clouds in the sky, I'm sort in the of sky today. Down. It's, yeah. it's, everyone's still trying to get out uh, of the sand. I don't know if we're actually going to travel today. Um, would it be fine to, to, do you guys need anything or, or can it, can everyone just kind of sit here another day? Um, I mean, we still are about a week away from Sherstow, but if you have enough supplies, uh, maybe we just don't risk it today. What do you say? At that, Stormbringer is going to excitedly jump out of the cart and start digging a hole again. Okay. Mm. Uh, I think, yeah, we're, we're, our supplies were fine, so Charity wouldn't see any reason. I understand. Um, Side note, would you would you have extra supplies in case someone else, uh, well, a couple people didn't quite bring as many rations as perhaps they should have. Um, Charity's going to blink very slowly. Who specifically? She puts her head down for a second and she kind of nods. I think, I think you know who. Who specifically? The elves. The elves. How <laughs> do make me say it? God, these goddamn elves. Um, but if you have maybe some extra rations or water, uh, oh, they it survived would this long. Uh, All right. Well, that was actually that was charity. Actually, said that. Indeed. <laughs> no, no, charity's actually. Um. Well. I'm I'm sure we should be able to help provide a couple of rations to them. And uh okay. wow, thanks. I'll uh hand her like probably four rations. Oh, that's excellent. Thank you so much. Yes. Uh this will certainly help in case of emergency. Thank you. Hey, Tellywood. Yeah. Is uh, everybody accounted for this morning? Have you made rounds? Uh, yeah, no, everyone seems to still be here. Well, that's good. Yeah, did you did you think differently, or you seem surprised by this? Oh, I'm not surprised. Just kind of, you know, okay. doing security detail. All right, work. well, keep it up. And she starts to walk away kind of briskly alright guys I don't know what we're even doing anymore I want to fight something I want to fight an Oni no I yelled that really loud no no <laughs> I don't I don't want that I don't want any part of that well alright so I mean are we just giving up on the people who've disappeared like if an Oni did get them do you think they're dead or is this like a situation where maybe if we defeated the Oni, the Elf? Both and Ch- Charity are like, nah, they're they're dead. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, shit. I've 
completely misunderstood this only thing. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> it, 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 is, it it like is it possible for the other rations to rescue the rations you ate last night? Okay, that was... I'd give that a solid four out of ten, Charity. But point taken. All right, well, then I guess I should stop trying to give Feral a hope that his daughter might still be alive. I feel bad about that now. So, does it seem like we're just sort of camping here for the day? Uh, it kind of appears so, yeah. They're, they're not gonna uh, travel today, it looks like. Um... <laughs> Well, I don't know. What do people want to do? I'm digging a hole. <laughs> we should <clears throat> keep watch, maybe make rounds around the caravan, take turns doing that. Maybe. Stormbringer, as you're What's digging the hole, um, the uh, sort of orc elder has kind of strided up to you uh, and is just watching you. I'm gonna wave at him. Hi, and then go back to digging. You're digging a pit to trap death. Yes. <laughs> no, that doesn't sound like something I would do. I've dug many death pits. It's just a hole. Let me help you. Okay. <laughs> uh, he, yeah, he starts. <laughs> Trying to clear sand away and is kind of helping you dig a, a pit here. I, I love this. Like, no, that's not what I'm doing. I've dug a lot of death pits. No, that's not what I'm doing. I can help. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you've dug a lot of death pits, eh? Not that that's what this is. Yes, many. I have, uh, in my country, uh, the death pit is almost a work of art. Oh wow! I'd like to visit your country. Yeah. Um. Well, we're returning there. We're gonna uh, take a boat from Bovalia. If if this was a death pit, do you think it would be effective against Onis? Not that it's a death pit. Uh, he he sort of like looks around and. Do you, uh, you think the Oni's still, uh, here? No, I'm just being really cautious. I don't, I think the uh, Oni was Hikari. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was that red-haired devil woman. Yeah. But if it wasn't, just for the sake of caution, and if this was a death pit, do you think it would be effective against an Oni? I mean... I've never met an Oni, so I don't, I don't know. Oh, okay. I haven't either. I don't really completely know what they are, but I've never had a death pit fail me. Not that this is a death uh -huh. pit. No, that's true. That's true. Death pits rarely fail. Here, let me yeah. I'm going to help you here. Thank you. Yeah. I'm going to kind of back away from this orc that approached me. <laughs> yeah, he's, this guy's just like staring you down, Vimeris. What the fuck? <laughs> hey, what's your name? Uh, uh, I'm, I'm Bifor. You can call me Bifor. <laughs> it's a 
pleasure to meet you before. I don't like you. <laughs> Wait, you don't like me? Yeah, I don't, I don't like you. Why? Do, do something funny. Uh, I, I make them dance really sadly. Like the you make like a little light person who just yeah. like sadly dances in front. Yeah, of yeah, yeah. Them. They're kind of droopy. He starts laughing. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> and then he like he like puts his leg up and he stamp stomps on it like several times and it's just like going through the light and he kicks some sand at it and he's like one <laughs> <laughs> one of the times can I can I make the light like yeah. dissipate as he kicks it? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, what? Wh- why would you do that? <laughs> okay. That was that was I, my light. Uh, I hate you a little less now. Start. He starts to walk away. I just kind of furrow my brow and I <laughs> stare at Burbage. I'm gonna. Like, I'm gonna. I'm gonna pat your back. You did a good job. Uh, I feel like that a lot. Uh, Embrace, embrace that feeling. I'm gonna go help them dig. <laughs> I want to go talk to the veteran. Okay. Um, you see him uh, digging out um, uh, one side of the the uh, Azamar's area, which they're just sitting on top of it again, as if they're trying to drive it. Uh, and they're staring at you completely as you walk up to him. He eventually turns around. Then uh, he, he's sweating pretty profusely, uh, and and puts the shovel down. And he's like, uh, "Yeah, little one, what can I what can I do for you?" Oh, just you know, making rounds as a security oh, detail. Oh, I get well, that. hey, do you, do you have another shovel? Do you need a hand? Oh, uh, actually, no, I don't have another shovel. Um, but maybe, uh, I don't know, just the company, sure. All right, yeah, I'll just hang out here. I don't really like shoveling anyway, so I'll just watch you. Oh, all right. So he, so he's just shoveling these massive shovelfuls here. Uh, and he's like, uh, tell me a story, little guy. A story? Yeah, tell me a story. Pass the time, shoveling. <clears throat> yeah, all right. Uh, let's see. Hmm, a story. Once upon a time, there was a halfling. It's uh, it's me actually. <laughs> it's just a story about me. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah, I like so far. I, I get what's going on. And uh, I was uh, much younger than I am now. And I was walking along a creek in my home country, my homeland. And suddenly this fish jumps out of the creek right in front of my feet. And it's just kind of like flopping around on the ground in front of me. <laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah. And uh, 
So I kind of, you know, I, I kind of surprised by this. So I kick the fish back into the creek. <clears throat> and I keep walking. And next thing I know, same fish jumps back out to the creek and flops in front of my feet again. <laughs> Goddamn fish. Very strange, you know? Yeah. And so I, I kind of look at this fish and uh, I did an investigation check on it <laughs> at the time. And it was a pretty good investigation of this fish from us, say so myself. Well, I've looked at I've looked at plenty of fish. Oh, have you? Yeah. Oh, sir. I'm gonna do an insight check on that. Okay. <laughs> to see if is he telling the truth, and or does he is does he mean literal fish? <laughs> I was gonna say, is this an insight check for like double entendre? <laughs> You're not exactly sure what he means by this. It very well could be literal. Yeah, yeah, I've seen a lot of fish in my lifetime, too. And I kind of, I'm going to wink at him. Uh, so there's kind of a thud behind you. Um, yeah! And uh, a surly-looking dwarf strides up to you and says, I'll give you four gold pieces to shut the fuck up right now. Your story is stupid. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I'll give you six gold pieces to back the fuck off. All right. Six gold right here. Really? Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, he puts out his hand. Six gold then. (laughs) I I was just kind of... I wasn't being... I I didn't mean that. Oh, it was just like... It was bravado then. You're just... You're just shitting me. Yeah, of course. Oh. I'm not going to give you money. Just I was literally going like to give you story. money. I was literally going to give you some to stop it. All right. Your story. Well, that's great. But listen, yeah, it's actually a pretty cool story. So why don't you stick around? And if I tell my story, and if you think it's still a stupid story by the end of it, then how about I give you 10 gold? But if you think it's a pretty damned cool story, then you have to give me 10 gold. There's no way this could backfire. Does Burger right. Chief have That's money? Fine. That's fine. All right. I'll stick around for it. Uh, and you seemingly have, like, probably five or six people now kind of standing around because definitely the Azamar are still very enraptured with you and are staring and smiling. It, there uh, wouldn't need to you. be a story for the Azamar. Also, and considering they're digging... The guard has also jumped down and is now standing next to the dwarf. Considering their cart is being dug out, are they just, like, sitting on a pile of sand? <laughs> they're, they're on top of their cart as if they were riding in it with the reins and everything in their hands. Uh, they're just not moving. <laughs> Alright, I'm, I'm probably just going to start um, instead of helping dig this communal death trap, uh, <laughs> make sure that our cart is sort of dug out. Okay, yeah. Alright. Now, as I was saying... I did an investigation check on this fish. And it was a pretty good investigation of this fish. And as it turned out, it wasn't a fish at all. It was a bird. (laughs) 
End of story. That's Andy laughing, by the way. I was going to uh, say, that, the fact that that occurred very far away from the mic makes me think that that was Andy just laughing. Uh, everyone, yeah. Uh, so the veteran stands up, stops digging. The The dwarf is just staring at you. The guard starts to just walk away. Uh, guys, I mean... It's more of, a, more of a joke than a story, kind of an anti-joke. But what's funny about it is that this weird bird was jumping in, out, in and out of the creek, right? It doesn't and get better. Me a hard time. It doesn't get better if you have to explain it. I'm not explaining it. I'm, I'm explaining myself. There's a difference. So I get my, so I get my 10 gold because that was the fucking worst thing I've ever heard. Yeah, all right. I'm going to give him 10 gold. Thank you. Uh, the name's Barra, by the way. Yeah, you're welcome to tell a terrible story and give me ten gold whenever you like. All right. Hi, Barra. I'm Burbage. Okay. Well, fine. Uh, the veteran. The veteran stops digging for a second. It's like, uh, that's a that's kind of a mean dwarf right there. Yeah. Right. Why didn't he just mind his own business? Right. I mean, the story was pretty bad, but uh, it wasn't. You no, know, it was. It was a, a a parable, if you think about it. It's kind uh, of a, uh, like a like a a metaphorical kind of story that's meant to get you sure. thinking. You know what I mean? Oh, okay, okay. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Am I the bird? Um, he just like this really far off look in his eyes. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, exactly. I think it's a good question. Uh, Burbage. Silent. Burbage, have you found anything? Is that a message? It's a message, yeah. Um, That would have to be. No, I haven't found anything. Just kind of a douchebag dwarf. Okay, and then I'm going to go back to digging. Anyway, um, I'm going to look up at the uh, Asmar. Yeah, and they're just staring straight at you, just grinning really wide. See, they liked it, didn't you? It's pretty good, right? You got it. I don't, I don't know. They kind of smile at most anything these days. Yeah, but they're smiling a bit extra. Wait, did you say these days? Well, I mean, days. the last, yeah, I mean, I've been with him about uh, a couple weeks now. And uh, really, it's only when you guys come around a lot that uh, they smile so big. Oh, that's kind of strange, isn't it? Huh. Uh, whatever. I mean, they're paying a lot, so. Yeah. What do you suppose that means? means they're rich and I don't ask too many questions. No, not that. I mean the fact that they smile at us whenever we come around. Oh, I don't, I don't know. Maybe they're... I don't know. You know, some people like... Uh, they get they get into a marriage after so many years and, well, the spark goes away. Sometimes you just need a little, uh, a little extra spice. You know what I'm saying? And uh, <laughs> you guys just yeah. might be that uh, that extra spice. You might be some of that red pepper. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, I think I do know what I'm saying. Oh, God. 
So Stormbringer and Vimeris, uh, Charity, also, what are you guys doing? I'm clearing <laughs> the cart. And One guess what I'm doing. Divided. You're digging, I would guess. Yeah, I, I'm digging I, I, a pit. I, I'm kind of close to Stormbringer, and I, I just want to... So Stormbringer. Yeah? Am I still Vomit Mask to you? You'll always be Vomit Mask to me, Vimeris. Oh, I look sad. No, I, I look really confused that you look sad. I mean, that's a good thing. You have, it's, it, it's your most notable, it's a notable deed. You, you think it's the most notable thing I, I've, I've done? Oh, uh. Can, can we change it? Yeah. I could call you Spider Boy. Oh, 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 oh. What about, what about, what about Bangborn? What about What? Bangborn. Because re- remember that fight? I don't. Which fight? I don't know. I'm confused. As you two are talking, um, Stormbringer, you you have to like kind of squint and, and rub your eyes a second, but um, on the hill, you're pretty sure you see a couple figures. On which hill? What direction? I was going to say, also this hill that's not on our map. Just the hill to the north. Oh, god damn uh, it. Just not, like, 50 feet from you, almost. And you see you see figures that are, are tall, very muscular, have no armor, but are wielding large, large axes. Um, they've covered their face completely in, in, uh, in cloth, to, to keep the sands out um, and the the skins that they sort of adorn the rest of their body with are 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 lizard like and snake like uh, sort of scaled um, rather than maybe fur like you're used to but you're pretty sure just e- even though this is a very different kind of thing that you're used to you're pretty sure these are still barbarians um, how many figures, and are they moving towards us or just watching? Uh, you see three just watching you silently on the hill. I'm going to point them out to Vimeris and the orc. I think we might have company, you guys, but but they might be like me, so they might not be dangerous. I as mean, you, I'm very dangerous, but not you sort of guy. point at them, they'll start to advance slowly toward you. I'm going to climb uh, out the of orc. the pit. Yeah, the orc immediately has jumped out of the pit uh, and drawn an axe as well. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna draw my battle axe and kind of make sure my shield is up, but I'm also going to hold my axe in my side, so I'm not trying to be really threatening. Um, uh, yeah. I'm just cleaning off this cart. leaps up. Just as a note. <laughs> I'm gonna call back to Charity. Also, Charity, we have company. They might be friends, but maybe not. Uh, I'm gonna message Burbage. Burbage, get back here. Oh, uh, my family's calling me. Not a real family, it's metaphorical. So if you ever wanted to hang out one-on-one, like I could get away from them fairly easily. Burbage, come back here now. <laughs> All right, okay. Uh, I'm going to see... Uh, see ya, yeah, little guy. So do see I... See handsome. <laughs> so do I see this same thing aligning? Right, you see, yeah, you see these three figures um, that are uh, now sort of advancing slowly, but... But also, as as uh, Stormbringer's pulled out her axe, um, they also have stopped. 
uh, and are uh, sort of waiting to see what's going on. So, so I'm going to wave at them and say hello. Uh, Tellywood and Beorty are also coming in. I'm going to uh, direction. Yeah, I'm going to cast a thaumaturgy to once again like make my very light, polite voice sort of boom. Like, um, attention in the caravan. We have visitors from the north. Uh, Thought you might want to be aware. (laughs) Yeah, everyone has stopped digging. um, And most everyone is kind of peeking out uh, of everything. Though you, again, the only notable absence is the halflings are still quite uh, mired in their their little wagon. They're not coming out. I'm going to call out to them, the, the barbarians, not the halflings, and say... Are you are you here to trade? Hey, I'm sorry. One of them comes up uh, slowly and then just shakes his head. No. Are That's you not a good sign? Are you here to just have a nice, friendly chat? Uh, again, he he steps forward and. Uh, shakes his head. No. Well, why are you here then? And at this, uh, a few more. Oh, oh that's god damn it! You. <laughs> okay, this is fine. Oh no, uh, no, 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 no! Fine was a thing that happened a long time no, ago. No, okay, maybe huh. they just want to be friends. Figures have now stood up in the sand. It's pretty obvious now to you, Stormbringer, that these figures must have taken their place at night some at some point and just gotten covered by the sands and have now just whipped off the uh, like these kind of blankets and the sand has shifted off of them and they stand really, up. And, and I just kind of go, oh, <gasps> oh. Uh, <laughs> And, and yeah, so the seeming leader one is now just sort of striding up, uh, and he he uh, looks around, um, and he says, "We will kill all of you, unless unless you just give us everything." Uh, charity, he says he'll kill all of us unless I we could give hear him. Okay. <laughs> uh, I have many people, and they will kill all of you. Bye. Unless you want to fight champion to champion, and then you will just give us everything when we win. Just champion to champion. Uh, are you the champion? Hi. No, 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 no. That is my wife, who is much stronger than me. And he motions back to uh, the other figure that was kind of coming up next to him. Uh, and she somehow is even bigger than he is, though both humans. Um, and she just looks... She's got this... Uh, uh, she's wearing kind of a, a cattle horn skull... Uh, helmet uh, and she's just ripped with every single muscle there is. Is she bigger than me? No, she's not actually bigger than you. She's a couple feet smaller, but uh, but she's impressive for a human. 
So Stormbringer's going to grin and go, you know, I've been wanting a challenge, although I guess the metal man could also, but I'm strong. <laughs> Charity. Do you want to prove it? Do you, do you know what Kundu is? No, I've never heard of that. What is it? <laughs> oh, Kundu is Kundu's a feat of strength. I love feats oh. of strength. Oh. He, turn, he turns he turns around and he he whips some even more sand off of his his cloak uh, and he shouts Kundu. Well, wait, I didn't agree to it yet. Uh, and everyone around starts sh- chanting Kundu. What are the Kundu. Rules? I'm going to cast guidance uh, on Stormbringer. <laughs> the, the wife uh, sort of um, moves moves kind of on this side and draws a line in the sand and then motions for you to come over there as she uh, steps this way and draws a line in the sand as well. Right about there? Yep. Okay, but what are the rules? Uh, How does this game work? She, she takes off um, her large battle axe and several daggers and just kind of thro- uh, puts it on the ground next to her. I'll copy her while still asking, okay, but what are the rules of this feat? Uh, she then picks up the battle axe and kind of dusts it off and is uh, tossing it just a little bit in her hand and then chucks the entire battle axe at you. Okay, I still have my shield up. Uh, okay, that's fine. So you can probably try to block it uh, if you'd like. Um, yeah. So she's gonna. She's gonna da, 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 make a weird great axe ranged attack. Um, does yeah. A Sixteen hit you. Sixteen. Yeah. No. Okay. Um, yeah, with a. She, it looks like she's very, very quick melee, um, but as she throws it, it kind of topples over and over, and it, you're able to just kind of bat it away pretty easily, actually. Uh, and then everyone sort of, uh, all the barbarians and berserkers kind of start shouting, ah, Kundu, Kundu, Kundu. And the woman looks actually quite pleased with herself. Um, and then she motions at the battle axe. Echoing over this is now going to be Charity's, again, very calm, polite voice. Excuse me. What are the rules of this game? Shut up, little one there, Kundu. She motions at the battle axe that she threw at me. Yes. Uh, and, and I should specify, too, it's not quite technically a battle axe. It's a great axe. So it is one of those okay. two-handed giant axes. Uh, and Charity, okay. the uh, the orc uh, is sort of kind of moving back and, and trying to give space, um, and he sort of seems to know what's going on uh, as well. And he he's looking at Stormbringer and kind of shaking his head, like, um, "What's happening?" Oh, it's Kundu. Okay, I get that. I get that. It's friend Kundu. Is, your friend is losing already. What is Kundu? How does one win? Uh, he goes, shush, shush, there, she's about to toss. That's uh, super not helpful. <laughs> fucking orcs. Um, yeah, I guess I'll chuck the, the great axe back at her. All right, go ahead and, um, give me a, uh, 
give me a strength or athletics check. Let's just do that. Oh! 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 oh. Wow. This is bad, though. I think this is bad. All right, so you chuck this thing as hard as you can uh, at this woman. Um, and she does not look like she's trying to dodge it. Yeah. She does not look like she's trying to um, uh, it bat it away. She's trying to catch it. Okay. Uh, but however, you are able to hit uh, her. So <laughs> go ahead and roll 2D, uh, 2d6. All right, very good. Uh, she so it actually it slices into her hands as she tries to catch it, kind of by the blade almost, um, and she uh, is cut across her cheek then as well with it, um, and she shakes it off, and she for a second actually looks kind of fearful, and then she regains her composure very quickly, and uh, and with all the blood still on her hands, is now tossing. Uh, it, as hard as she can back. I'm going right, to be, I'm gonna try to catch it. So now go ahead and make uh, an athletics check if you're trying to catch it. I was going to say, I, messaging in your head, you're going to hear, I think you're trying to catch it. I think you're trying to catch it. Also, remember, Ooh, you still have hey. guidance. I know. I don't think I need it for that roll. Right. Uh, yeah. So, so it's tossed at you, and you now are able to catch it uh, by the handle itself, actually, quite well. Um, though it just barely actually missed you because the axe is weighted weirdly, um, and you weren't quite used to it. So it almost hit you, but uh, but you were able to catch it. So I'm going to give kind of a little everyone, shriek of triumph. <laughs> nice. Everyone's all the berserkers seem a little cheapish, but the uh, the orc is now yeah, kundu. <laughs> At this, uh, <laughs> uh, booming like reverberating at the highest volume that thaumaturgy can manage. You will hear Charity's voice. Kundu. <laughs> um, <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. The work then claps you on the back. Uh, Charity. I'm going to message Charity and uh, ask, should we interfere? Not yet. If they try to kill her, kill them all. <laughs> we will die if you try that. Um, I have a question, Mr. DM. Yeah. For the purposes of this game, would, or for the purposes of, I don't know what I'm trying to say. If I was raging, would it count as an attack throwing the axe so I'd be making attacks to keep the rage going? No, but you, it's a strength uh, skill check, so you would have advantage on that. But to keep yeah, the rage going. Yeah, but the rage going. wouldn't keep going. Oh, uh, no, technically it probably would, as long as okay. you quickly it's enough it's hate fueled enough that you're sort of yeah that you'll keep it up okay okay so i'm gonna kind of excitedly scream rage on (coughs) oh and start coughing um (laughs) and you know the telltale signs of my rage are showing up with electricity crackling around me and my hair going kind of crazy um at this it's still in thaumaturgical booming kundu kundu and I'm going to chuck the axe back at her. All right, give me an athletics check. 
how do you spell kundu? K H U N D U. Ooh, at this, uh, she's able to then catch it, uh, and she catches it by slamming her f- uh, her hands together on the blade as she it's coming it to 21? strike her. Yeah, Jesus, it was really, really good. Uh, and she quickly uh, just tosses it up in the air, grabs the handle, and flings it back at you. But as you as she does it, you notice that there's uh, kind of a physical change in her um and she is now beat red in skin color uh a rage in her eyes yeah uh and she has sprouted feathers in all kinds of air like her elbows and and her ears have all sort of sprouted these white feathers what the um, hell and go ahead and uh roll uh another um athletics check. yeah Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Kundu. You do scream Kundu. You do catch it. However. You will take this much damage in catching okay. it with your hands. Halved. Uh halved because you are raging. Yeah. Sorry, I know um, I ask this you, every time, but that runs down or up? Yeah, down. So four. Okay. So it looks like you did get the point, if there are such things in this game, uh, because <laughs> all the berserkers kind of look a little, like, mad. And they've all sort of rested now their axes, uh, most of them on the ground. They're now more just spectating rather than trying to look threatening. Um, and you're actually surprised that you took some damage there because metagame she rolled a crit as well <laughs> okay makes sense uh but you have the axe now okay so i'm gonna shriek kundu and throw it back at her all right give me a roll crit fight crit fight crit fight Oh, man. So she goes and, again, is trying to, like, just catch it by the blade itself. But this time, um, there's a lot of blood now on the axe, and it slips just a little bit. Uh, And as it does, uh, you see um, what at first just looked like almost large worms fly off of her. um, And then she she wheels around uh, the axe again and you notice now she's missing two fingers. Oh! (laughs) Oh dear! Oh dear! She's just screaming uh, at you and she yells, Kundu! And just tosses it at you again. Uh, So go ahead and make another I like how you say toss, like it's just a light toss now. They're just having a cat. Um, I'm also gonna use the guidance on that one. Okay. Roll the default. Ooh, that is not quite fast enough. Damn. Um, you're uh. You're gonna take uh this much damage. Okay. Four damage. 
Uh, you, you, you didn't quite take all of the brunt of it, um, but it did slice you pretty good in your arm then. And now you're bleeding on the axe as well. The axe itself is getting more slippery, um, which is making it more difficult to keep control of. Um, but you have the axe. Okay, I'm going to chuck it back at her, screaming in rage this right. time that I got hurt. <laughs> All right. I, uh, and go ahead and make a roll, please. Woof. <laughs> Jesus. Wow. All right. Uh, oh, man. Uh, after this, um, she goes to catch it by the handle, and it slips it slips through her hands due to the blood and it embeds itself right in her shoulder um, blade. And she's now starting to just be, get kind of woozy. Uh, and her husband runs up to her and pulls out the axe and hands it to her uh, and it runs back away. Oh, are people that offer some assistance? At, at <laughs> this, um, I will recast uh, thaumaturgy so that in addition to my voice booming the ground itself is beginning to shake Kundu very nice uh, and go ahead then uh, and try to catch it as she whips it around her body completely and almost uses the slipperiness of it to just wing it at you as hard as she can Very nice. It's very difficult, but you're able to sort of dodge your body out of the way and catch it before it hits any of the sand. Uh, and then you're able to throw it back if you'd like. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to throw it back while kind of laughing a little manically. It's like the rage is picking up and I'm like incredibly pissed off and also obviously enjoying this. I th- I, so before you make that roll, I'm also going to lean over to Vimmer's. Also, we might have a problem with Stormbringer after this. <laughs> we'll put her back together. Oh, man, that's so good. That wasn't the problem um, I was referring to. <laughs> every Everyone is now starting to notice the, that there's clouds just gathering in the sky above this little match. Uh, everyone kind of sees the sun get blotted out for just a second as Stormbringer wings this giant axe uh, back at her and the berserker is now the woman is, is starting to look scared with each throw but she's she's just going all at it she's trying to catch the blade again between her hands um, and this time she fails uh, and it, it, it kind of cuts into her stomach now um, as as she uh, uh tries to tries to hold in uh, the slice that is in her skin and she's now shaking a bit as she throws it back at you Stormbringer uh, so go ahead and make another roll ooh this one actually uh, hurt a little bit and you drop it um, so you're gonna take uh, three damage rounded down to one uh but but you do drop it in the sand uh and uh then everyone starts shouting kundu kundu again and you're not exactly sure how but you feel like you're losing whatever's happening here even though she's much much more hurt than you okay i'm gonna pick it up again and throw it at her 
All right, give me a roll. Very nice. Uh, at this, she's just completely unable to hold on to it anymore. As it, as it not only hits her hands, um, it slices into uh, her neck just a bit. As as it um, topples to the ground behind her, uh, she she just falls to the ground on one knee and is holding several different large gashes in her. Uh, and you see her just ra- like she's trying to muster all of the strength she has, um, and then she die. She jumps up, runs back to the axe, uh, turns her body as if she's going to throw it, but she just drops the axe and then kind of falls unconscious to the ground. Uh, and all the berserkers are shouting and screaming, "Kundo!" Uh, and the husband is running over to her, uh, uh, concerned, but also um, uh, he looks over at you and kind of nods and bows low. Uh, all of the orcs then rush over to you, uh, Stormbringer, and they start to try to lift you up. Uh, as <laughs> I weigh over 300 pounds. Yeah, I don't know. It's yeah. a lot of orc, though. <laughs> yeah, these are large, large orcs. Okay. Uh, As they're doing that, I'm going to tilt my head back and scream at the sky and at the storm and lightning's crackling around me and I'm just screaming, Kundu! <laughs> and yeah, all the berserkers are, are kind of uh, nodding and bowing very slightly toward you um, as they're gathering up their weapons and uh, moving away further to the north, it looks like, slowly. Uh, the champion and uh, her husband are are very slowly limping away then as well. Um, uh, and the husband sort of male turns back uh, and puts a hand on his chest uh, and bows low to you, Stormbringer. I'm going to sort of call after them gently. Your champion fought well. Can... I offer any medical services. I do not wish to bring dishonor. It would be a disservice to her if you helped her like this. She will heal. Um, I'm gonna, at this, I'm gonna I, yell at her. I would bow. Of course, I meant no disrespect. I'm gonna yell at her. You were a worthy opponent. Thanks for the game. And the storm is gonna kind of start fading around me. Like I'm not gonna look as electrified anymore. Excellent. Yeah, the orcs now put you down. Uh, there's just an excitement in the air, and everyone in the camp is now, you noticed, sort of gathered around as well, trying to watch whatever this was. Um, and they all, several of them are clapping. Uh, some don't exactly know how to deal with all of this. Did they leave um, the axe? Uh, no, they picked up the axe. Okay. Yeah. Um, but the berserkers seem to be uh, disappearing into uh, the north. Um, they're moving slowly. They seem to be defeated. Um, but they respect whatever Kundu was. So I'm going to turn to the orc that seemed to sort of know. So was the game that you both had to stay conscious and not drop the axe? Yes. You'll get um, points if you if you catch it or it embeds itself in you and uh, if you catch it you can stay conscious longer 
But if you drop it more than, uh, if you drop it three times, it, uh, it, you're, the game is done. Or if you go unconscious. Stormbringer is going to laugh and clap him on the back and go, that was a fun game. Why didn't you tell me about it? We should play it sometime. Oh, I have all kinds of fun games if uh, <laughs> you want to play sometime. I cannot tell if that was like an entendre or not. Um, As you say, actually, Charity's going to sort of cock his head. Sexual? <laughs> uh, the, um, the, the female orc uh, of the group um, kind of like goes, is now trying to herd her little family back to the to the uh, cart. How how wounded let's, are you? Vicky? Let's get you some, some medical attention. Yeah. Um Me? I'm gonna yeah. Yeah. I don't need medical attention. Well you I don't care. <laughs> you I healed. don't care. Go ahead and roll a D four. Oh yeah. Roll for you. Oh wait, plus my spell casting. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. What's your what's your spell casting ability modifier? Oh, it's um What should it be? It should plus be, three, I think you're at sixteen. Wisdom. Yeah, I'm at sixteen, it's wisdom, yeah, three. So you heal for five. Nice. Thank you, Vermaris. Yeah. Not as bad as her though. She lost fingers. Are are the fingers still yeah. out there? So yes, the fingers are still uh, in the sand. Yeah, she uh, was I a good go opponent. The fingers. I want the fingers. That's yeah. so weird. <laughs> uh, Nedder is uh, still on the orc like uh, caravan, just clapping for you. He's just so excited. I just. <laughs> I wasn't sure if that was clapping at first. I thought that was a different sound. Oh god. Uh, yeah, total total crap. Oh god. Uh the veteran even like nods at you, Stormbringer, uh as he sort of rides away back on his on his horse. Uh Roburn is is giving you some some uh prideful glance or not prideful, but uh, she's she's impressed as well. Stormbringer's gonna give her a big thumbs up and a grin, and I look a lot happier than I have in a long time. <laughs> I almost Meepus never lose the feet of strength. Meepus is just kind of laughing and like, what, whatever that was. And with that, I'm going to go back to digging my hole, but with a lot more enthusiasm now. All right. All right. So that, that has now died down. Um, everyone is kind of returned to their, their tasks. Uh, so what would you like to continue to do? I'm going to finish clearing off the cart. <clears throat> Excellent. Yeah, it doesn't take much more effort. Your cart was one of the least uh, dug out. Um, um, the shield guardian is also digging out the uh, halflings cart. Though again, you haven't seen the halflings like all day. And we haven't seen uh, does, does everyone seem accounted for like as I look back at the caravan behind us? Like as I see them trailing yeah, back, sure. I see everybody going back. <laughs> yes. Well but we haven't seen Very the halflings. No, no, no. I just meant for like in the rear of the caravan. I see all the orcs that was yeah. there. I see Ned. I see the dwarf see. and his guard. Yeah. Veteran. The, um, the, the Asimars never got off of there. I'm sure they didn't. Things. Did they, they were... watch? Did they look happy? Oh, yeah. They looked very happy. That's, that's that's great. That's just that's 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 fucking magnificent. I made the whole caravan happy. You did. That was a good show. You definitely did. I'm not sure that their smiles correspond to happiness, 
but sure. Um, I'm going to actually hop down uh, and approach the shield guardian and very calmly and, you know, I, I'm not even, I'm not holding a weapon or anything. Like, yeah. um, can I help you with digging them out? Uh, it does not respond to you. It just continues to dig. Does anyone think I can help it out? Help the shield guardian out without being punched for trying to dig? It didn't punch me. And I'm digging. <sighs> <laughs> different cases. Totally <laughs> I'm going to sort of approach and just sort of push some sand very gently. Uh, as long as, yeah, you're not getting too close to the trying to, like, get up in the wagon, it looks to be okay with what you're doing. Yeah, I'm just gonna continue helping, sort of, maybe it's even more clear the sand it's cleared. Yeah. If you see what I mean, so it's easier for it. Yeah. Uh, after, after a few hours of this, you've, you feel pretty good about, you've cleared everything. Um, around uh, around the the halfling's cart. Are, are you the shield all... guardian just kind of stands up straight then is waiting sort of for his next thing. Are you all alright? Are you shouting into the wagon? Shouting is a strong word to use about charity generally. <laughs> ever. <laughs> just ever. I think you've seen it exactly twice and both times it was augmented by thaumaturgy. You, um, yes, uh, Farold, uh, then eventually comes to the edge, uh, kind of peeks open the, the corner here and says, yeah, everything's fine. We're all accounted for. Well, except for my daughter, who you failed to protect. Good night. And he shuts the... I want to know if he actually means that. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's... It, I mean... It looks like he's been crying a little bit. He had tears on his face still. Uh, and so he's just being a jerk. That's what you think, yeah. So, go back. He's not a nice person. Uh, all right, everyone kind of gets everything cleared off. Um, they get ready to travel again, but it's uh, it's about evening at this point then. Um, so is there anything else you'd like to do before... Uh, Settling down for the evening. How deep is my hole? Uh, you've created a pretty good, maybe 10 by 10 by 10, you know, sort of cubic hole in the sand. Um, the sand doesn't like to stay on nice like little cliff edges, though. So you keep having to throw out more as more sort of slides in eventually. Okay, I'm going to kind of in my trademark whisper yell. I'm going to call to Vimeris. Hey, Vimeris, come check out the depth of this hole. <laughs> what? Oh, my okay. gosh. Vimeris appears outside of the do, hole. Do you think it's an, big enough? And then I seem to remember that we have the messaging, messaging thing, so I'm going to message him instead. Do you think it's deep enough for an Oni, or do I need to keep working on it? You also hear a voice from the orc caravan, and the orc has stood up now and goes, Stormbringer, that's a fine pit. Thank you. I'm going to wave back at him. Good for killing 
all kinds of things. And he like tries to wink at you, but he just like like closes his eyes for a second and then eventually opens them. <laughs> Nod and smile brightly at him. It really is, if that's what it was for. It, it's a fine hole, but how are we going to use it again? I feel like I'm, I'm going to put spikes in the bottom of it and bait and bait leading up to it. And then the Oni is going to fall in it. But is it deep enough? I don't know how large Oni are. I feel like I'm just sitting on the back of the wagon with like my feet sort of swinging back and forth. Like, yeah, this is fine. This is life now. Yeah, you hear a small voice next to you, Charity, um, and it's uh, the one of the halfling twins. Oh Jesus! I was like, Oh God, why? <laughs> she's she's very sneaky, um, but she's also like um, she's kind of holding her arm, and her you see her right arm just looks really battered and bruised, um, and she kind of very quietly, uh, I, Charity, I I heard that you can uh, you can help people if they hurt. And my arm hurts really, really bad. You're going to see Charity look down and, um, actually, I guess the other three won't see it. For just a second, feathers start to flicker around his broken horn. What has happened to your arm, Moda? Oh, I, I don't know. Um, I don't know. Maybe it happened... That night, my sister disappeared or something, because, because I don't know, it's just been hurting a lot since then. Checking, like, do I believe that? Uh, she seems to not be hiding much, but, um, but there, there's something she's not telling you. It's not like a lie. She's definitely telling the truth. It's just she's keeping something back. Um, uh, I think that I might be able to help. Um, I'll need to to check it to make sure exactly what I can do. Oh, okay. Um, just could you be quick, and then could you just not tell my mom or dad? Because they wouldn't want me talking to. Right. Uh, yeah. I understand. A person with horns. You can tell she was very deliberately trying to think of what to call you. Well, and that's about that, the best that she came up with. That would be okay then. I only have the one. Yeah, yeah. Person with horn. Uh, so <laughs> I'm checking and I want to know what the nature of her injuries is. Uh, it seems to be a small fracture is what you would guess in her arm. Um, either a blow of some sort or um, some of the bruising makes you think there might have been uh, a hand uh, print that was really, really tightly grabbing her. Like a halfling-sized hand? Like a halfling-sized hand print, perhaps. Uh, okay. You're just... Charity's sort of going to look at this. Uh, um... Here, f- very quickly, I just, uh, I need an herb from my friend Vimeris. And also my friend Burbage, but you, you know, your parents prefer Burbage. And I'm going to, like, message, and even in the message, my voice comes as a hiss. Uh, 
someone has been beating Modo. Uh, and then as I'm going to sort of just continue, like, come over here, but then uh, I'm going to sort of continue on with her. Uh, is Did anyone else in your caravan need some help with this? Who did you message that to? All of us or just Vimeris and Burbage? Just Vimeris and Burbage. I couldn't see you. I'm going to kind of follow them because I don't know where they're going. And I don't know why Vimeris didn't answer my question about my pet. I said it was an okay pet. So I'm going to gesture to you and I'm going to message into your heads the, to me, pretty obvious nature of the injuries. So at that, Stormbringer's face is going to get really, really dark. Um, and she's going to look pretty pissed. But, but Moto, is... You? Do, do your... Do, do either of your parents have these kinds of injuries? Could, would they be... A, would I be able to help them? Uh, I mean, Dad, Dad's kind of hurt his hand. Yeah, he's got kind of a hurt arm, too. Uh, and, um, like, Mom, Mom keeps, like, putting a stake on her eye. I don't exactly know why, but it probably feels cool. Maybe she's got a headache or something. Why Why do you two seem to be getting upset? Um, Are you messaging that? No, I'm, I'm straight up asking. Both of you, because you both have like gotten upset and Vimeris is confused. Uh, messaging into your mind, I would say I'm fairly sure that Ferald? Yes. Sorry, I, I, for, for the stream's sake, I keep it really zoomed out. Oh, uh, so I don't really see the names. Um, I'm fairly sure that Ferald has been beating his daughter. Isn't that what parents do? What? No, Vimeris, family doesn't hurt family. We've I thought I thought I'd said that previously. He looks, he looks very confused, like that's not right. Oh, this is so sad. Stormbringer looks really wow. confused too. I, I feel like Charity's just like putting a pin in that. Dealing with this. Uh I mean I have one question for you. Did your father do this? Is that how he hurt his hand with you or your mother? Oh, no, I don't. No, I don't know. Exactly, no. Look, can you can you just make it feel better so I can go back? Insight roll on. Um, I mean, she does seem to know. She's withholding it. And she's getting more and more nervous the more time this is taking. Uh, like, okay. I'm going to get about the same. I'm going to cast Cure Wounds on her. All right. Yeah. So she will heal for 11. Okay. Um, yeah, no, she she sort of moves it around then, and uh, immediately the bruising goes away. Uh, she's like, oh, oh, it feels so much better. Thank you. Um, I'm, okay, I, gotta, I yeah. gotta go. I'm going to whisper down to her, you can tell your mother that if she needs my services, she can also come to me. Oh, okay. Yeah, thanks. All right. Uh, and then she, like, runs very quickly over to um, her caravan. But you see her um, very quickly sort of slip underneath the canvas and kind of into the side of the wagon. Certainly not through the back. 
which is kind of the main entrance. Yeah. All right. Anything else this evening that you'd like to do? Oh, Andy, you know there's things I'd like to do. <laughs> to be fair, even charity's kind of in line with that. But uh, okay, so what are you going to do then? Is the next question. How many days has it been since the last attack? From the uh, two, two and a half. Two and a half. Of all, it's tonight. Will be the third night. Um, I'll probably say we should continue to be vigilant, and it also seems likely that. Ferald is less pleasant of a man than I thought. How pleasant did you think he was? Extremely unpleasant. That was I, the I, point. I, I, I don't I don't know if my pet is deep enough for an Oni, but I'm pretty sure it's deep enough for a halfling. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it is. Alright. Yeah, so uh, I'm going to look at between the... F- the three of you and just kind of uh, yeah so are we going to go over there or what because technically we are security detail and seems like somebody in the caravan is uh, posing a threat right Maris cocks his head to the side and I mean, yeah, we need to stop the Oni. Vimaris, no. Oh, Vimaris. <laughs> I mean, we do, but also, it's not okay to hurt your family, and I'm sorry that you've had family hurt you. And if we find the family that hurt you ever again, if they're not actually dead or something, I'll hurt them for you. But I'm not supposed to hurt family. Well, that's okay. They wouldn't be my family. That's why I'll do it for you. Vimaris uh, doesn't feel like this adds up. <laughs> it's because it's Stormbringer logic. <laughs> now, and now we get into, is there a transitive property of family? <laughs> um, am I the fish? <laughs> am, am, am I the bird? Yeah, the veteran is still contemplating that. Jesus. <laughs> right, he is. <laughs> I'm just picturing, huh, huh, huh. Right. Well, I'm going to go over there, and anyone who wants to join me is welcome. I'll back you up. Uh, it's not. Our, it's not my place to involve myself. All right. Well, why don't you keep watch for I'm, the Oni then? I'd look at Vermeer. You keep lured into the pit. You keep watch for the Oni. I will watch There's over a pit. from here. Yes, there's. I'm actually like I'm standing on the wagon, so I'm just gonna sort of pat Stormbringer on the head. Yes, there's a pit. It doesn't have spikes yet, but it's pretty deep. That's good. I'll back you up from here. I tend okay. to. I tend to excite them if I get too close. Knock knock. Feral again. It rushes to the front you hear his little feet on the the deck of the wagon and he throws open the canvas 
Yeah, Burbage, what is it? I'm going to need you to step out of the wagon, please. Look, we're, we're getting something to eat. Let's just... Get out of the wagon. Uh, right I'm pretty now. sure I don't have to answer to you, Mr. Mr. Kemp. This is my wagon. I paid to be in here. Um, I'd like to try to physically intimidate him. Beautiful. Give me an intimidation check. Can I, like, aid in that by kind of looming behind him and, you know, generally looking scary and pissed off? Yes, I will give Burbage uh, advantage on it. Okay. All right. Farrell shakes his head and says, look, if you want to talk to me, you need to go through my my little friend here and he motions over to the shield guardian who steps up next to you towering over both of you uh, and then Farold sort of lets slip the canvas again uh, and you hear him kind of return back into the wagon uh, knock knock are you saying knock knock or are you knocking I'm knocking. Okay. <laughs> you hear a voice inside. What is it? Come here. And you hear, boop, 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 and then the canvas flies open. You can now see much more into this this place. Um, there's a small table in the back of the wagon where Moto and, and Shenley are sitting having some dinner. What is it, Burbage? Um... I'd like to, oh man, message Cantrip Stormbringer. Um, hey, I'm about to try to yank him out of the wagon. So if you could cover Azos for me, that would be great. Okay, I'll, I'll give a like, really tiny nod to Burbage, and then I'm going to um, kind of look like I'm charging at the metal guy, but not actually, you know, like I'm faking it, but not not real obviously. I'm just going to try to grab Farrell by the lapels, at least. Uh, yeah, go ahead and... Uh... If I see this, and yeah. Farrell is standing sort of on the, the cart, right? Yeah. And he's sort of up on the edge of the wagon. Indeed, yeah. Um, I'm going to sort of hyper-localizedly be uh, putting uh, thaumaturgy to tremor the ground under him. Okay. Just a... Like, it's not much. It's not something that would be showing anywhere else, but... All right. um, Give me... uh, Give me a strength check, uh, Burbage. Oh, sorry. I need to... That's okay. For you, it would be the same. Um, it would be. We'll do the fifteen though, because you want to have take the first roll. And- um, yeah. Um, you uh, grab him by the lapels very, very quickly and start to yank him out. Um, and as you do, the shield guardian um, grabs you around your entire body. Uh, so you're not able to yank Farold completely out of the wagon. Um, and the shield guardian is slowly starting to move you uh, away from the wagon. 
I'm going to grab the shield guardian and try to hold him in place. Give me an, uh, give me a strength check. (sighs) Oh my. (laughs) Oh my. (laughs) (laughs) You, okay, so it grabs Burbage and starts to just move him away from this, and it looks like it's starting to squeeze Burbage with just, just one giant hand. Um, which is really kind of a claw thing that's on the edge of his shields. Um, and Burbage is starting to just get a little tighter and tighter. And you just go over and just lift up the shield guardian's arm and sort of swing it so that it's now behind it. Um, it you, you twist it to the point where it drops to one knee um, and you're now grappled with it. Okay. Where am? Where's Burbage? Uh, you like you are right there, right where you are. Uh, she's now up here, but do I still have a hold of Ferald? No, you had to let go as he was dragging you and squeezing you away. Um, but Ferald is still on the edge here, and he's he's now looking just shocked that this giant woman is doing something to his giant metal man. But um, Azos does not have a hold of me anymore, right? He does not, right? All right, I'm going back over to Ferald. And I'm yanking him out of the wagon. Uh, You yank him out of the wagon this time. Um, He's, yeah, he's completely now uh, off his his game because he's just staring at his his shield guarding. Um, Moto and Shenley both rush to the edge of the wagon then as well as Farrell sort of topples onto the ground in dust. Um, Tellywood is visibly looking at what's all going on here. You see Bayortzi sort of motioning around. He's got a spear drawn. Uh, orcs are now kind of coming over then as well. And Netter runs up to Vamaris and says, hey, hey, what's, uh, what's going on, man? Family dispute. Oh shit! Uh, well, I hope he gets it. Hope he gets it good. Uh, who? That jerk, Farrell. Oh, I thought you were talking about that jerk, Burbage. <laughs> oh well, I mean neither one, but it, I, you know, that's fun. Whatever. Uh, okay. You want uh, so, to make so any? Farrell is now just starting to get up and <laughs> dust himself off. No, he's just not. pointing at you, Burbage. With his he's short, just stubby little finger. He's just pointing, pointing at you. Uh, and and you see the shield guardian trying to uh, kind of get around uh, Stormbringer. So Stormbringer, I need you to make another strength check, please. Um, and I'm, I'm pissed off about just everything fucking generally, honestly, at this point. About him trying to get away from me. About domestic violence. So I'm going to be going into rage. Oh, give me with the uh, advantage then. I'm nervous how this is going to go. <laughs> you should be. Yeah, because um, I wasn't a crit this time. Very nice. Very nice. You, um, you aren't able to quite control him as much anymore, but you're, you're keeping him from attacking Burbage is what it looks like. Like you're sort of trading 
you, you can't quite keep a hold of him, but you're you're in his face enough where he's not really able to look away from you uh, without okay. being pinned again. Um, can I message without using my hands? I don't remember how message works. I think there's a somatic component. Yeah, I've, I've been putting like a... Okay, well, I'm just going to then call to charity and say, I need you to hurt me periodically to keep me pissed. <laughs> Charity's like, um... Uh, although at this, uh, Charity's so voice will also now sort of be booming. Uh... Why would someone hurt their own family, Ferald? Uh, at this, Shenley jumps down uh, next to next to Ferald uh, and is sort of screaming. Um, her hood falls back, and you definitely see a black eye on her left side. Uh, she's she's sort of shouting, "No, everyone, please, please, just just everyone, can you just go back to your wagons and just leave us be?" Obviously, we're we're grieving for our child. Uh, and Farold is just still pointing straight at you, Burbage, and you can tell that it's seemingly like he's trying to force the Shield Guardian to just destroy you. I'm gonna grab his arm that he's pointing with, okay, and take it and like pin it behind his back. Uh, give me a strength check uh, to try to grapple. That's very good. Um, you do grab the arm that was just pointing right in your face, and you twist it around him, and he's like, ah, 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 ah. Uh, and Shenley runs up to you, Burbage, and is trying to trying to kind of pull you off of him a little bit. Uh, Moto then hops down as well. Um, I'm going to message Charity, maybe ask him to please keep Shenley, like, hold Shenley back. Because I really just... I, I, I want to... You can't quite message and grapple at okay. the same time because it's somatic component. Then I... I am going to sort of take her and whisper into Shenley's ear, we can stop this. R- real quick, uh... I want to just casually look back at Roburn. What time of day is it? Uh, it is um, probably about 6.30 in the evening-ish. Okay, so the sun's still kind of out? Yeah, just barely. Yeah. Okay. I'm not sure it's any... I'm not sure there's bright light anywhere, though. Yeah, you can't really make much out of Amaris because it's... it's bright enough. Okay. But, um... <laughs> But you do see Broburn just kind of sitting on a camel back there. Okay. Watching. So, w- while I have Ferald pinned, I'm, I just want to, like, growl into his ear um, the following. I'll just, um, I'll just say, um, all right, now listen here. I know you're grieving. I know your family's grieving. But if I hear one more, once more that you've laid a single hand or finger on your wife or your daughter, we will kill you. We'll just do it. That'll be the end of it. All right? 
We're security detail for this caravan, and we won't have any violence against women and children by their husbands and, f- and fathers. You right? You weren't the security the night she she disappeared. Hey, huh? shit happens, all right? I'm sorry your daughter disappeared, but it doesn't mean you get to take it out on your surviving family by being a piece of shit, all right? Stormbringer and Burbage, please make another uh, strength saving throw as both of them are trying to wiggle out. Um, am I still in rage or? Yes. Okay. <laughs> that was terrible. <clears throat> um, uh, Azas is able to just wiggle out um, of you and just kind of shove you back a little bit, Stormbringer, and turns his sight on Burbage. And Burbage, as this giant monstrosity looks like, kind of like it's bearing down on you, it, it, it takes your mind off of it for a second. Feral shoves you away about as hard as he can. Um, uh, Modo, though, uh, jumps on his arm and tries to stop him from, like, trying to swing at you, Burbage. And he he just, in front of everyone, backhands her uh, as she falls to the ground. The shield guardian smashes into him and drives him into the ground. He is now a pulp beneath the shield guardian's arm. Feral is? Yes. Literally a pulp? Feral is no more. Wow. So, uh, Moto jumps up. Shenli uh, sort of comes over quickly to the shield guardian, uh, and she starts to just immediately cry. Um, and she just w- runs up to the shield guardian uh, and just kind of hugs it uh, as around the around the leg. And you hear her saying something about Papa. And Moto has gotten up then as well and has gone to her mother. And you, Charity, you turn around and see Tellywood just kind of smile slightly and just turn around. Uh, I'm going to... Uh, this would probably be the... Uh, no, actually, Telly would have seen it before. She will have seen that my horn and my other eye were both exposed. And they'll sort of disappear as I bow at her. And I'll... Indeed. I'll, I'll step forward and go... Shenli, Moto, might I provide you with some healing? Uh, They're sort of sobbing and and crying, um, and they shake their head. We're we're not really, we're not seriously hurt, but uh, thank you all for what you've done. We could have never been freed of him while while he had control of the shield guardian but it seems like he doesn't anymore my family has saved and absolutely feral the shield guardian has pulled up its hand now and there's just kind of a bloody mess in the sand where feral used to be I sort of battled him my family has saved me I will not bear to watch someone destroy their own. 
Excellent. And I will say to them, if you should need healing at any point, find me. We will. We will. I'm also going to look at Azus and sort of hesitantly give him a thumbs up. Like, yes. I think you did very good, Azus. Uh, you're pretty sure if he had a thumb, he would have given you a thumbs up, but he sort of just raises his shield slightly at you. And there's there's something about then this this automaton that now all of a sudden looks different. There's something about him that feels more present and aware of surroundings rather than simply something that has been purely controlled. Does that make sense? Yeah, he seems more sort of independent and Indeed. functional and conscious. Yeah. And actually, as he, as I sense he helps that, Moto and Shenley back up into the wagon, uh, and then sort of um, stands next to it with his arms crossed. Like as I sensed him, and as he helped them back up after he did, Charity would bow very low to him, not fearfully, just in honor. Indeed. Stormbringer's gonna, she's smiling really broadly, this was a good day for her and she's gonna start collecting the body of what was his name? Faldron the dead halfling. Asshole? Yeah. Yeah, the asshole. (laughs) The orcs orcs and Netter also uh, come over and uh, ask if they can help um, put him in your very very fine pit. Yeah, yeah, but we gotta put spikes down there first because it's not—it's not a death pit. But if it was, it would need yeah. spikes. Uh, Narvi, the uh, the sort of older elder orc, um, rushes back to his his caravan um, and pulls out six spears and just starts kind of driving them into the ground under in the pit. Oops, not under the pit. That were um, great. Do I think yeah, that this pit... He sort of looks very pleased with it. Um, do, yeah, Vimers? Do, does it look like this is going to work? Uh, as a place to put the remains of Ferald? <laughs> is this going to attract the Oni? Oh, uh, probably not that, but it's certainly satisfying. So in that way, it'll work. Okay. I was gonna I'm say gonna, it's a good place. Stormbringer's gonna drop about half his body in the pit once the spikes are in, and then she's gonna start walking north from the pit, dropping pieces of him. God. And the worst part is Charity just has a giant smile on his face. All the orcs and Nedder have, have kind of gathered around, picking up pieces of feral and clothing that is now sort of just bloody rags and is uh, just thrown into the pit. Um, At this, Roburn has also sort of sidled up uh, just to kind of see what's going on. Um, Meepus is off his camel, but it's certainly watching, um, and the uh, veteran as well as uh, the surly dwarf have kind of all... Everyone you make eye contact with kind of gives all of you a nodding, like basically an acceptance of what just happened. Everyone feels okay with this. <laughs> this everyone is like, yeah. Yeah, that was that was the right outcome. This is you, good. somewhere in the back the Furbolgs have already started music 
uh, and it started chanting in this kind of low um, chanting song. Um, you don't think it's a funeral song. <laughs> you think it's something more of a celebration. Um, yeah. So once the feral trail is laid, I'm going to come back to the pit. Okay. Yeah, uh, the feral trail is is laid uh, somewhere to the north and leading to the pit. This is probably going to like attract some horrible predator during the night or something. <laughs> <laughs> now that Roburn's closer, uh, do I notice anything off about them? or? Uh, yeah, give me a perception check. The light has all gone down about now. Um, you feel much more attuned to your senses. Um, Roburn is disturbed by this, but seemingly accepting of it as well. She she doesn't really want to get her hands dirty with much of it, but uh, is any, is cool any, with what happened. Any reaction? That's about to all the pit. Uh, like, doesn't seem to be that you can tell. No. Okay. All right, uh, everyone sort of goes about their business then this evening. Um, the music is much more lively than normal. Um, everyone, there, even there's even some dancing uh, back by the Firbolg fire pits with the elves, and um, even the veteran is getting in on some of the dance uh, a little bit. And um, Burbage, he sort of jokingly asks you to dance uh, just a couple jigs, um, but it's, you know, it's fun. It's something. All right, yeah, I'll do that. All right, uh, even even Meepus gets in on it just a little bit. Um, he starts to play uh, along with the Furbolg sort of band, uh, a long flute of his. It's quite beautiful. I'm going to take uh, a couple of my rations yeah. and go over to their cart and sort of bow at Zeus again and tap gently. This time sort of bows back at you. Um, and I'm going to sort of tap at the frame and go, I I do not know if you had supplies to eat, and I know that they're not much, but I wanted to leave these for you. Um, Shenley uh, accepts them graciously uh, and just bows and is just kind of crying and just so happy almost. She just has this giant smile on her face. Um, if If she does and if she takes them, uh, I will also cast Cure Wounds at second level. So. Uh, any sort of bruising she had on her on her face uh, um, certainly goes away, and she even seems to be kind of walking a little taller, even. Um, she f- seems to feel great and just nods and bows at you and returns back into her place. Uh... Yeah, the night of celebration then continues um, for a while. Um, there's a lot of drink. There's a lot of feasting. Um, but again, everyone goes down for the night. Um, I'm sorry to say in the morning, Stormbringer, there was no Oni in your trap. Is there anything um, there's in my trap? Simply, there are several carrion birds that have now picked apart Feral, um, but that's about it. Um, everyone is kind of... Uh, just packing up to go um, they seem to be completely content just leaving this hole in the ground with Feral 
um, as they continue to travel on. I look, I look really disappointed, and I'm going to sigh and kind of whisper to myself, that's like the first time one of my death pits has failed. Uh, the, the orc also kind of gives you a knowing, disappointed look. Like, oh, I was sure that was going to work. I'll, I'll, seeing you disappointed, I'll clap you on the shoulder, which is frankly probably clap you on the rib cage. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm like, still, you had a good day. And we helped I did. do a You're good right. thing. I'm going to smile and I look like I've cheered up a little at least. Uh, travel over the next couple days then uh, becomes quite boring. Um, you're, while people are starting to run out of rations and supplies a little bit, and you've, Vimeris, you've had to share some good berries. Um, Stormbringer, you've had to do a little bit more exploring um, for food. You're just also now getting into like really dry grassland other than just pure sand. Um, and, and probably midway through that second day traveling, um, the, the, the whole, the whole caravan stops fairly abruptly. Uh, Tellywood and Bayortzi are just up ahead of you. And, and as you kind of look out of your caravan to see what exactly is occurring, you see that just below you, um, you see the ocean again. And at the edge of the ocean, um, a small town. And uh, Tellywood sort of looks back at everyone and there's a little bit of a confused look on her face. Um, but she sort of shouts, uh, I, I can see Sherstow from here. And then travels, starts to travel down the path uh, toward this small village. Let me give you a, uh, a better example in uh, the world map. So so in the world map, um, I've been using this uh, little ring cursor here to display about where you are. Um, so you thought you were basically about here. Uh, Sherstho is here. Uh, so somehow you, I guess, are about here now. Oh, yes. What? You sound confused. Mm -hmm, sure. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's so that feels a little odd. You didn't think Sherstow was so quick on the... I mean, maybe maybe you've just been making a lot better time than you remember. Um, but yeah, that. so so you're you're seemingly now uh, caravaning into uh, into a small halfling village on the coast um, named Sherstow. And as you're approaching, you can see that Sherstow is setting up for a, a grand festival of some sort. Um, and there are uh, musicians playing. Um, there's all kinds of, of uh, beautiful uh, uh, young women uh, dancing around, flinging flowers everywhere. Uh, a large banner has now been sort of risen. Um, and you see it as, as um, uh, the coming harvest festival um, that should should ha happen within the next uh, week here. It looks like they're just setting everything up. And as the caravan is very slowly pulling in to Sherstow, um, 
uh, halflings are halfling children are sort of running along the caravan, dancing, uh, shouting. Uh, they're they're singing songs and playing instruments uh, as you guys all are coming in. And Charity Tellywood has fallen back just a little bit as you sort of pull into the main gates of town. Uh, and you're sitting on the cart, and she asks you, Charity, what day is it? Uh, what day do I think it is? Uh, you believe it's the um, 21st of midsummer. Uh, uh, I believe it's the 21st of midsummer, and I think we've been traveling for what, about 14 days? Right, yeah, about, yeah. And I was like, and we've been on the road for 14 days or so? Charity, Sherstow is about four weeks into our journey. Uh, as she that says concludes the- tonight's episode of Goats and Dragons. <laughs> if you enjoyed this and are curious to see where the story goes, please follow us on Twitch. Uh, where we are simply Helpful Goat, or subscribe on YouTube at Helpful Goat Gaming. We are a small independent game design firm and could really use the support. If you'd like to know more about us, our streams, our company, or our upcoming projects, you can visit HelpfulGoat.com, follow us on Twitter at Helpful Goat, or check out our Facebook page, also at Helpful Goat. Thank you so much for everyone playing tonight. I hope everyone has an amazing night and from all of us at goats and dragons we wish you an excellent evening have a great evening guys bye goodbye this has been goats and dragons presented by helpful goat gaming thank you so much for listening and we will see you next time